I'm Dora Lee. One day, I was in the dining room of the group home where I live, having lunch. The director came up to me and said, Dora Lee, I have a wonderful surprise for you tomorrow. I figured I was going to have another interview with potential foster parents, but I'd never seen him this excited before. The next day, I found out why. When I walked into his office in the morning, there was a gorgeous-looking couple waiting for me. The director stood up. All three of them were staring at me. I said, hi. They kept staring at me with huge smiles on their faces. Seeing my reaction, the director said, Dora Lee, don't you recognize them? And named a movie. Of course, I'd seen it a few years ago. This lady was the lead actress in it. She said, Dora Lee is so innocent and beautiful. This is exactly what we are looking for. Let's please start the fostering process. Actually, this was a massive clue as to what life had in store for me. But since I was so happy that the interview went well, I didn't realize that at the time. By that point, I'd been fostered twice. The first time, my foster parents got divorced. The second time, my foster mom passed away in a car accident. I must be a really lucky person. I was getting fostered for the third time. And my new parents were a celebrity couple. They came to pick me up a couple of days later. They lived in a huge mansion. The walls of the house were covered with movie posters. To be honest, I hadn't seen most of them because they were too old for me. My new mom had set up a fantastic room for me. Do you like it? She asked. I love it, I said. (laughs) Let's go shopping and get some clothes for you tomorrow. My friend who works in TV will be coming over in a couple of days. She's going to do an interview with the two of us, she said. I said, I hope I won't say something wrong. This is going to be my first interview. And she replied, don't you worry. It's going to only be this one person. There used to be a time when all the reporters would camp at our door. The maid who cleaned my room was very young. Her name was Malia. We quickly became friends. I learned a lot about my new family from her. The last few movies my new mom was in did really badly at the box office. The producers lost money. That's why she wasn't getting as many movie offers anymore. In fact, she hadn't been in anything in the last four years, and her popularity was on the decline because of that. What's worse, my new dad was in the same boat. That's why they were having financial issues. Until recently, they had more staff working at the house, but they had to lay off most of them. The following day, my new mom and I went shopping. We went to all the designer stores. The salespeople were dancing around us. My new mom was introducing me to them, saying, Isn't my daughter so pretty? We want clothes that will make her even prettier. She bought some incredible clothes. I hadn't felt this happy in a long time. On the day of the interview, I was really excited. Cameras started rolling. The reporter was mostly talking to my foster mom. Then something strange happened. The reporter asked, How come you chose Doralee of all the kids? My foster mom looked at me and smiled. (laughs) Then she started telling this totally made-up story. Actually, we weren't thinking about fostering. What happened was, Doralee wrote a letter to me. She was a huge fan. She had watched each of my movies at least 10 times. She wrote, I really want to meet you. Please don't turn me down. My husband and I went to visit her in the group home where she was living. We both ended up falling in love with this pretty girl and decided to foster her. This story was, obviously, a complete lie. I was right next to her, and I knew that what she had said was not true. I did not like that she could lie so easily, but I didn't say anything. Thankfully, nothing weird happened in the days that followed. My foster parents were really good to me. My mom was taking me out all the time. We were having dinner at cool restaurants. We were going shopping. We were hanging out with other celebrities. She kept saying to anyone, Look how innocent she is. Isn't my daughter the prettiest? When I woke up each morning, all I could think about was how lucky I was. One evening, my mom came to my room. I've been wanting to go on vacation for a long time. 
Your dad rented a yacht for us. We're going sailing for a week, she said. I was so excited. Yay! I said and gave her a big hug. The yacht was ginormous. Swimming in the ocean felt incredible. Dolphins kept following us. I felt like I was in a dream. On the last day of vacation after swimming all day, I was tired and went to my cabin early. Suddenly, there was a loud knock on the door. I heard my foster mom say, Dorley, please open the door. I opened it right away. There were two masked men outside. When I saw that they were armed, I screamed, What's happening? One of the men yelled at me to walk out of the room. I saw that they had tied my dad to a chair. There was a guy holding a gun to his head. Then they tied my mom up as well. There was a small boat next to our yacht. The guy who seemed to be the leader said to my parents, If you don't give us $10 million, you will never see your daughter again. The other masked guy was filming the whole thing. My foster mom began crying. I'll give you whatever you want. Please don't hurt my daughter, she said. My foster dad screamed. You bastards! Let her go! I will come after you! But they didn't budge. The masked men dragged me onto the other boat. I was only beginning to figure out what was happening. I was being kidnapped for ransom. I started crying. They turned the engine on. The last thing I heard was my foster mom yelling, Don't be afraid, Dorley. We will save you no matter what. They put me in a cabin. It had a tiny window. There was no sign of land, so I guess we were in the middle of the ocean. They brought me food from time to time. I'd almost lost the sense of time. I think maybe four days had passed. Two masked men came to my cabin. Your foster mom really loves you. She didn't even negotiate with us. She's paying up today. If all goes well, you'll be free tomorrow, they said. The next morning, I woke up to the sounds of a helicopter. I peeked out of the tiny window. Two small boats were fast approaching the boat I was in. There were helicopters in the sky. When the boats came close enough, I saw that it was the police. They'd come to save me. Would there be a standoff? I was really scared. With no problems whatsoever, the police climbed aboard my boat and helped me out of the cabin. My foster family had paid the ransom. My kidnappers escaped after giving up the coordinates of the boat I was in. Shortly after, we set out in the police boat. There was a huge crowd waiting for us on the shore. My foster parents were there in the front. I saw my foster mom crying. I broke down. I started running towards her with tears pouring down my face. When we hugged, there was a huge round of applause. There were so many news cameras around us. Reporters were taking pictures of us nonstop. The TV channels were reporting live from the scene. I found out later that my kidnapping became a top story in the national press. The kidnappers posted the video they took of me online. All the TV channels were playing it. It was all people talked about on social media. The police said, don't pay the ransom. We will conduct an operation to save your daughter. Trust us. But my foster family didn't listen to them. They said, it's too dangerous. We will pay the money and get our daughter back. My parents and I were facing the TV cameras now. My foster mom said, dear friends, thank you so much for your support. My daughter is safe thanks to all the prayers we received from you. Now, if you please allow us, we'd like to go home. I need to help my daughter to overcome the trauma she's been through. There was another explosion of applause. I was finally with my family. We held each other and wept. I was feeling incredibly well when I woke up the next morning. I took a shower and went downstairs. I was going to do something important, and that's why I was so excited. When I walked in, my foster dad was on the phone with someone. My foster mom was watching the news about my rescue on TV. In a melodic voice, I said, Good morning, Mommy. I called my foster mom mommy for the first time because I had started seeing her as my real mom now. But her reaction was not what I had expected. She gave me a very cold look. 
the warm, loving woman from yesterday was gone. Meanwhile, my foster dad was done with his phone call. He looked very happy and said, that was the eighth production. They all want us to do at least one movie with them. It looks like we're going to spend the next 10 years shooting. My foster mom replied, you're a genius. You saved our careers. Something strange was going on. Someone I didn't recognize walked in. I'm saluting America's most loved celebrity couple, he said, and bowed down in front of them. There was a burst of laughter. When the man saw me there, he said, Oh, wow, there's our victim. And then proceeded to yell, If you don't give us $10 million, you will never see your daughter again. I couldn't believe it. I recognized his voice. That was you. You were the kidnapper, I said. They all laughed again. The man replied, Of course I was. I'm not as famous as your parents, but rest assured, I am just as good an actor. I was shocked. Why did you do this? I was scared to death for days. Why didn't you tell me this was a stunt? I asked them. My foster mom looked at me. You're not an actor like us. That's why you had to believe it was all real. If you knew it was a setup, you'd have had to act and, of course, fail. It was incredible when you ran towards me and embraced me in front of those cameras. I doubt even I would be able to pull off something like that. I was furious. I hate you. This was the reason you fostered me, wasn't it? You hatched this plan to save your careers. You used me. You're the worst people I've met in my life. My foster mom shook her finger at me threateningly. We saved you from the orphanage. We gave you this luxurious life. You are so ungrateful. If you say one more word, I'll send you to an orphanage in the middle of nowhere. You will have to spend the rest of your life there. As I was going back to my room, Malia saw me crying. She asked me what was going on. I told her everything. I'd rather go back to the group home than to live with these people, I said. She was really sad for me. I'd feel exactly the same if I were you, she said, and gave me her phone. Everyone should find out about this horrible game they are playing. Because it's not just you that they lied to. They tricked millions of people. She was right. I recorded a video with her phone explaining what really happened. Then I uploaded it to YouTube. Malia sneaked me out of the mansion and took me to her home. We told her family everything. Her dad drove me back to the group home in his car. The director was really surprised to see me. I showed him the video. He thought I was right to come back. The next day, my video went viral on YouTube. Soon, millions of people had watched it. People found out my foster parents had lied to them. There was outrage. Again, it was all people talked about on social media. I watched the cable news and saw so many TV crews in front of the mansion. But my foster parents were nowhere to be seen. Hours later, they finally came out and made a statement. They apologized to the public. They had hired people to kidnap me. That was illegal. The police arrested them and charged them with kidnapping a minor. They were publicly disgraced. I, on the other hand, went back to my normal life. There were journalists who wanted to interview me, but I turned them down. I only have to appear in court and tell the judge what happened. My conscience is clean. I'd rather live as an honest person in a group home than live a life of luxury with those crooks.